In a world with too much pop culture to consume, one man and one woman will argue about it until they get bored. It's an epic battle between obsession and indifference, and the winner will determine, well, very little actually, Eric Johnson and Emily Jones star in Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob. Whoever wins, we're still losers. Welcome to Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob, the podcast where we argue about something one of us is totally obsessed with, and the other has never even seen. I'm Eric Johnson. And I'm Emily Jones. Today we're watching In the Loop, a 2009 political satire with an ensemble cast of British and American actors, including Chris Addison, Mimi Kennedy, and James Gandolfini. Ooh, I love James Gandolfini. I might have just decided what we're watching next. Perhaps the most memorable of the cast, though, is Peter Capaldi playing the UK government's communications director, Malcolm Tucker. It's a profanity-laden send-up of the Bush and Blair years, and I've never seen it, although it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it is. This is one of those movies that I just discovered. Actually, this brings a full circle. I just realized I discovered this thanks to a podcast. I discovered this movie... Uh, when it came out, I was listening to the Slash Filmcast, and they were talking, they have a section of their podcast where they talk about, oh, what have you been watching this week? And one of them, got, one of them said, like, oh, yeah, this movie in the loop just came out. Uh, you know, it's really awesome, really funny. And at the time, it was over the summer, and I didn't have a car, but I had, I was able to get to the bus, so I just took, I took the bus, like, to, to go to the movie theater. And, and yeah, it was just sort of, I saw that and 500 Days of Summer in, in, the, in the same day as just kind of a random one-off recommendation. Very different movies. That's, I was going to uh, say, that sounds like a weird, <laughs> weird pairing. Weird double feature, yeah. But no, yeah. The, In the Loop is the, is the one that I'm recommending. Uh, 500 Days has some issues, but we'll, we'll, we'll put that aside. Um, Wait, are you making and, me watch that at some point? No. Okay, no. good. I, I don't, I don't, I didn't like it enough to that's, really recommend it for this. That's good. I don't really want to watch it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting, but eh. um, so, but this is In the Loop. <laughs> Yay, In the Loop. Let's go watch it. Okay. See you later. See you in a bit. I wonder if I was too hard on 500 Days of Summer just then. I mean, it's not a bad movie. It's just, well, anyway, hi, this is Eric again. First of all, a big thank you to our donors who are supporting Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob starting at just $2 per month. If you like the show, please consider making a monthly donation on Patreon. It's a crowdfunding website. Uh, it's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash geek versus noob. That's geek vs and then noob and zero zero b. Uh, you can also find the link to do that on our website, geek versus noob. Again, that's geek vs and then noob spelled with two zeros, geek versus noob dot com. Okay, that's out of the way. Now we are about to spoil in the loop. And I highly recommend that you watch it before listening any further. It's a really good movie, at least I think so. Uh, you can stream it on Netflix, you can buy it on DVD or Blu-ray, or you can rent it for $3 from Amazon, Apple, or Google. Okay, now on with the show. All right, we are back from watching In the Loop. Uh, and before I talk about what I thought... Eric, yes. what do you think of this movie that we already know that you like? Oh, God, I love this movie so much. Uh, so I think one of my favorite things about In the Loop is... So this is a spinoff of a British TV show. I did not know that. And 
so well, that's that's the thing. It stands it stands alone. It works perfectly fine on its own as a movie. It, it does a good job of introducing you to the characters, but um, every single verbal interaction, it just there, there's like a huge amount of of character in every exchange, even when they're just swearing at each other and calling each other the most hilariously so profane things. So much swearing, such such fluent swearing. Hi. Fittest boy, lesson one. I tell you to fuck off. What do you do? F off. You'll go far. Well, fuck off. Like even when they're just like swearing at each other, just you learn so much about the characters just from like the little snipes at one another, which feels very true to sort of how these these you know political figures how how these people would would talk. So uh, I don't know. I, I just I just love the fact that there's never really a wasted moment in the dialogue. It always feels like you're 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 getting to know these characters more. That is very true. So what did you think of In the Loop? Well, objectively. What you just said is very true. There are a lot of funny moments, and I can see objectively, again, like, that this is a very funny movie. Uh-oh. I'm, I'm worried about what's the butt here. There's a butt. However, there's a huge butt. Um, I... And this is something that increased um, throughout the movie. So, like, looking at my notes, which we both take notes as we're watching this audience. Um, and my notes actually eventually just kind of stopped after a certain point. But, like, early on, I'm like, oh, haha, the doctor said something funny. He did not say unforeseeable. You may have heard him say that, but he did not say that. And that is a fact. I think that I find it really hard to see this subject matter treated this way. Um, I have a really hard time laughing at the run-up to the Iraq war and, uh, yeah. the amount of behind-the-scenes fuckery and, uh, the notion of a bunch... And I realize this is fiction, and it's a pretend war in a vague Middle East, but it's pretty obvious what this is, and it's pretty obvious right. what the presentation to the UN is, and... Yeah. Uh, and this is, this is, like... I don't know. I I can't. I I just I couldn't. And I It's a bit it's a bit too dark, a bit too sort of It's a bit true, or a it, bit too close to home. It's a bit too on the nose. I mean, hmm. And especially the idea of like a bunch of people running around not really knowing what the hell they're doing and just trying to save their own asses. Delay the vote and make yourself some time to get the intel because I need it, my friend. Hey, okay, just a quick reality check here, J. Edgar fucking Hoover. I don't work for you. You don't fucking tell me what to do. Okay, firstly, don't raise your voice. This is a sacred place. Now, you may not believe that, and I may not believe that, but by God, it's a useful hypocrisy. I, again, I can see why it's very funny. It reminded me a lot of Veep, which I haven't watched all of, but every time I've watched it, I have... I haven't watched any of it. I yeah. have loved every second of Veep that I've actually seen, and it's a very similar thing of just, like, saving face and, and silly, petty nonsense and all of these, like... Yeah. But it's always about actually petty things that aren't also... <laughs> that also aren't real. Um, right. And again, I realize this is fiction, um, and it's not about a real thing, but it's also very obviously about a real thing um, right. that... I guess I am not ready to laugh about. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's 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 definitely uh, close to home in, in certain ways. It's definitely a, uh, in that sense, it's sort of like a dark comedy in in a way. It's 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 uh, taking something that you know we know even in very near term hindsight there are 
huge mistakes and 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 not a good idea. Um, I I just think throwing these characters in there, I just I don't know. I I guess maybe I say I have a higher 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 tolerance for sort of that that sort of cynical and offensive and that sort of like um that style of humor it, yeah. it's well really and it's not personal... about it's really not about the style of humor i mean like i said i i did laugh at lots of things and and i find it yeah. funny and again the if if you watch veep you'll see exactly what i'm talking about i mean i wouldn't be surprised if it's like directly based on this like it's <laughs> in fact the both anna chlumsky and uh chad are in veep Oh really? Yes. <laughs> Anna Chomsky plays a very similar role. Um, she's like an assistant type to Julia Louis Dreyfus's uh, That's vice president. Yeah, and Chad is only Chad isn't in a lot of it, but he's in like several of the episodes that I've seen. He, he's he's also been in uh, the Office. Yes, and playing uh, a very similar and then in character. Silicon Valley. A very similar character in the Office. He's a similar character in everything. <laughs> uh, he's a character actor. So yeah, it's I don't think it's about the style of humor. Like I said, it's just I would and maybe, you know. Maybe in 20 years I will find it funny, although yeah. it's it's already been like, well, I don't know how many years it's fair to say it's been. Five years since the movie came out. Five years then, yeah, since, no, I'm talking about, the, I'm talking about historically. I know, I know, the um, war. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there is a lot of stuff that I found really, I mean, um, Peter Capaldi, Peter Capaldi was great. I mean, he was hilarious just running around and saying curse words really creatively um, I love that because this is a British thing, it's totally reasonable to yell at someone, belittle someone by saying, You should tell me about it because it's a scheduled media appearance by this department's Secretary of State, so therefore it falls well within my purview. Within your purview? Yes. Where do you think you are? In some fucking Regency costume drama? This is a government department, not a fucking Jane fucking Austen novel. I mean, obviously that's a huge part of my life, but you probably wouldn't say that on like an American show because like not as many right. people watch them. But obviously, you know, and they also referenced Cranford, which was that year's Regency costume drama. Although actually, I think Cranford's <laughs> a little post-Regency because the whole issue with it is... Um... I don't think Malcolm Tucker really cares about that <laughs> level of specificity. I know, but the whole thing is like a railroad related. But no, I mean, he was, he was very funny um, despite being like a horrible human being. Uh, and his, I mean, his threats are great. James, Gan oh, so all the actors put in really great performances. James Gandolfini, I loved. This is the problem that civilians wanted to go to war. Once you've been there, once you've seen it, you never want to go again unless you absolutely fucking have to. It's like France. And Mimi Kennedy as Karen Clark, I think, is actually one of my favorites in this movie. I think she's my second See, favorite. See, no, I don't actually... This is the first thing I've ever seen Mimi Kennedy in. Yeah, I, I feel... I've never heard of her before. I, I, she's been in a bunch of stuff. I feel like I've, like, maybe seen her in other stuff. But no, I just... Uh, just in this movie, I really liked uh, her performance. I'm wondering where you were in committee, Simon. I called for backup, and you sat there like a dumb sack of shit. Only maybe worse, because actually on a molecular level, shit is probably fizzling with energy. Uh, also with, uh, what did you think of, of Linton? Linton Barrick, the uh, the other assistant secretary. Who is that actor? He's in something else. And I... Yeah, he's a character actor. But it's I feel like thing. he's kind of... like a similarly evil bureaucrat type in yeah, something yeah. else. I'm looking it up right now. Um, but no, I thought he was good. I mean, he was a very on-the-nose evil bureaucrat. My favorite thing might have been the running joke about... Uh, about American political operatives being super young, and then when yeah. <laughs> then when they finally met one of them. No offense, son, but I mean, you look like you should still be at school with your head down a fucking toilet. Uh, your first point there, the offense, I'm afraid I'm gonna have to take it. Your second point, I'm 22, but uh, item, it's my birthday in nine days, so 
to make you feel more comfortable, we could wait. But like, come on, that actor had to have been like 16. Like he looked so yeah. young. I thought that was <laughs> yeah. That was really funny. Um, so Linton was played by David Rash. Rashi. Dave. Uh, I was oh, wait, in Men in Black Three, which is David. probably where I recognize him. From. I have not seen Men in Black Three. It's it's okay. Which is weird because I've seen the first two. Yeah, the first one's definitely the best. Three was better than two, but not... Oh, he was apparently in Veep. <laughs> uh, the, the, Lenton was in Veep. Surprising. Yeah. There's uh, no guarantee that I've seen... I don't think I've seen those episodes. They look pretty new. Okay. Um, I need to see Kill Your Darlings. I haven't seen that. Welcome to the podcast where we look at IMDb and the <laughs> people have been in. Sorry. We'll edit this out, dear listeners. No, no, no. This is gold. We're, we're keeping all this. Burn After Reading. Yeah. Oh, he's a CIA officer in Burn After Reading. That might be what I'm thinking of. I really did not see that. Really? Yeah. I actually kind of liked Burn After Reading, although it did not get fabulous reviews. Um, That's Coen Brothers, right? Yes, it is Coen Brothers. And in a quick nutshell, the thing that I liked about it was that they cast J.K. Simmons as okay. basically like an audience proxy in the movie. I mean, he had some sort of role. He was some sort of like intelligence chief type. Um, but he kept cropping up, um, at the moments when the movie was the craziest and saying like, what the hell are these people doing? Or just basically, (laughs) which is like, you know, it's really refreshing to have the Coen brothers be like, we get it audience. We understand that your reaction to this is what the fuck? (laughs) So he's like the Greek chorus. Yes, exactly. Um, so that was fun. Anyway. Anyway. I'm sorry. I've totally derailed the conversation. I'm really good at that. In, in case you don't remember that, I, from yeah. the period of time in our lives when when you were a participant in meetings that I was supposed to be running, I am yeah, really yeah, yeah. good at derailing things. You were a great boss. Uh, so, <laughs> oh God, I was the world's worst boss. Things that yeah. are also well. not going in the podcast. So no. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's okay. In the edit. Loop. Edit here. Three, two, one. So back to in the loop. <laughs> back to in the loop. Um, what about what, what? Yeah, what did you think of sort of the um, something that I, that I always uh, like about this uh, this movie? When I, I, this is like the fifth or sixth time I've seen it now. That's um, good. That's a solid. It's a solid sign of affection. What What did you think about sort of the the way of sort of ping ponging back and forth? Um, sort of where you have the two, you have, you have DC slash New York, and then and then um, London kind of jumping back and forth. Did that did that kind of work for you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, they bounced back and forth, and um, you know, we're in like a an era when uh, things like that are in fact happening concurrently, and you can know about them pretty quickly. So that seemed that seemed reasonable. Um, it was something when I was watching it the first time that I was kind of like unsure about until the end, until we get to the big climactic finish where then they're 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 bouncing and it's like, oh, okay, this is why they're doing this because <laughs> they can have this, you know, showdown at the UN with 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 all the you know Jamie back back in uh, back at back in uh, Downing Street, you know, kicking the crap out of a fax machine. <laughs> the leak came from in here, from this fucking fax machine right here. Jamie, don't. Jesus Christ! Fuck, Jamie! See how angry I am with the piece of office equipment. Yeah, which was silly. And also, like, I'm pretty sure that wasn't plausible. And they were pretty dumb for believing that 
he had traced it to the fax machine. Wait, also, who leaked the document? Because if they, if one of them had leaked it, it was leaked by email, right? So if one of them had leaked, yeah, I think they say the the fax machine was it was was a, was a fake that he was just saying that to get get a confession that it was leaked by email. No, I know that I know that it was leaked by email, but they would have known that he didn't have the proof of the fax machine on them if they had if one of them had been the one who leaked it because they would have known they emailed yeah. it. So couldn't they have just? I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I'm still wondering who leaked it. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like was it the um, was it? It was definitely one of those two, but I, I I don't think it's ever really spelled out. No, I don't I don't think we know for sure if it was the old guy who likes uh, subsidized foreign vowels or uh, or or um, uh, Susie. Which, the, by um, the way, that would drive me absolutely nuts. Turn that fucking racket off! Turn it off! It's just vowels, subsidized foreign fucking vowels. He also called somebody Ron Weasley as an insult, which was really fun. Let's be real. I like Ron Weasley. He's awesome, but he's also kind of useless. Yeah. Like, he has very few, like, attributes besides theirness. And, and being scared, you know, that the Ron Weasley Oh, my God, face. the Ron Weasley <gasps> fright face, especially in the first yeah. two movies, is the worst Sorry. thing of all the things. All that he does. Sorry, I'm scared. All that he does in the second movie is go, <laughs> which he actually very rarely makes that noise, but I can't make the face without making the noise. And you can't see the face. But it looks kind of like Claire Danes' cry face, except it's not yeah, actual yeah. emotion. Do you watch Homeland? Yeah, I watched the first two seasons. Okay. Third season, I was just like, oh, fuck this, I'm done. The fourth season, <laughs> rumor has it, is actually like back on track. I'm so sorry. You probably have another question about In the Loop, so I'm going to shut up. Well, no, I was just, um, in addition to him being called Ron. Yeah, what did you think of, of Toby, of uh, Chris Addison um, in this? Because he's... He's so, like, shitty. <laughs> Right, he at first it seems like he's being set up to be like the protagonist, right? He's, he's like yeah, and he is after kind you of meet the... Malcolm, he's the first real main character that you meet. Yeah, he's talking it's his Susie. first day on the job, which is always usually a good sign of a protagonist is that it's their first day on the job. So have you got everything you need for your first day? Oh yes, all in here, my massive intellect. An apple for Simon Foster. Simon Fluster, don't you mean? Don't call him that. I'm rebranding him. But yeah, no, and he's he is like sort of kind... there to be introduced to people, but he's kind of the worst. <laughs> Like... He's really, really awful. <laughs> so this this Liza, you shagged her, yeah? What? No. In... Just tell me why. I don't know, Susie. I, well, it, no. <laughs> it was very weird over there, very intense. Right. Maybe, I don't know, on some level, subconsciously, it was like a, it was just it was a last ditch attempt to stop this awful war. Which is great. I mean Again, I didn't I didn't find it that enjoyable like watching it at the time, but I am capable of appreciating like craft-wise things like the fact that like a lot of people in this movie are kind of the worst, especially Toby. I mean, the way he tries to pass the first leak off on on Judy um is like so terrible, and I thought she was going to lose her job over that. So, I'm glad she didn't because then I really would have been like, "Oh god, like, I'm already not laughing, and now this movie is being really shitty to characters that did nothing wrong. But, no, he was the worst. I mean, he cheated on his girlfriend. Why did he che- Why did he cheat on his girlfriend? That was so pointless. Yeah. He's a shithead. <laughs> yeah, he really is a shithead. He cheated on his girl. And when did he steal that thumb drive? Because, like, he was totally freaking out when he left her apartment. He didn't have time to be like, oh, I'm going to steal this extremely conveniently placed thumb drive that all people always store their documents on. 
You know, he must have gotten to know it because it was after he left her apartment. He then went to her office. Oh, um, probably yeah, the office. He, I remember, like when they're arguing about uh, why she left without waking him up, which was also kind of a crappy thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, come no, on. He's, he's supposed to go talk, talk to, uh, talk to, talk to Chad, and it's you know difficult, difficult, lemon, difficult. He probably had some time there to just go to her computer and grab the grab the, the paper on a thumb drive. Very true. Go on. It'll be easy peasy lemon squeezy. No, it won't. It will be difficult, difficult lemon difficult. That is what it will be. I, I say that, yeah. That's that's. I, at least I'd used to. I, I I haven't done it really recently. But yeah, after I saw this movie and then after I saw it again, yeah, I, I, I said that for a little while. It's, it's a fun phrase. I like it. Yeah. Gotta bring it back. As is, <laughs> as is closing phone conversations by saying, fuckity bye. Yeah, maybe it's better to spike it. Yeah. Okay, fuckity bye. Now that's the thing. Now you got to go back and watch. They snuck a reference to that into Doctor Who. What? In in the in the episode, this since Peter Capaldi, he plays Malcolm Tucker. He plays the twelfth Doctor, the new Doctor, as we've uh, established outside of outside of the podcast here. And um, I guess we talked about it in the last one. Anyway, um, and in there's a recent episode of Doctor Who where they rob a bank. Yes. They're trying to break into the most secure bank. That was a fun. That point, was a fun episode. It's towards the towards the end of that episode, the doctor's in a room with a bunch of other people, and they're talking. He's going, "Shut up, shut up, shut it up," <laughs> and, and everyone's pretty pretty sure that's a, that's a reference to fuckity bye. Shut up, everybody, just just shut up. And what is this display now? As amusing as you are. Shut up, just shut up, shut up, shut up, shut it up, up, up. That's wonderful, cause that yeah, that's actually something I just wrote down just on its own. Just says fuckity bye, fuckity bye. Fuckity bye. <laughs> We should close that yeah. po- the podcast like that today, Eric. Well, say, thanks for ruining the the end. That's going to be the the big surprise finish now. <laughs> spoilers, or rather, I should say, spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> oh, River! If I never see her again. Uh, anyway. Yes, indeed. Anyway. Uh, I that's all I have about in the loop. Anything else on your mind? I do not believe so. All right. Well, we'll have to double back twenty years. See if you think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Though. See if I've finally gotten over. Everything that happened from 2003 to like now, maybe, but maybe 2034, our episode about Thunderball will have aired. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very good point. All of this could seem very irrelevant in the future. All right. Well, uh, what are we going to be talking about next week, Emily? Well, by making me watch a movie with James Gandolfini in it, you have inspired me to revisit the wonderful landmark James Gandolfini role of Tony Soprano. Which I I've never seen The Sopranos. Which would be unbelievable if that wasn't the premise of this podcast. Yes. <laughs> so next week we will be watching The Sopranos. Be prepared to get the theme song in your all head. All of The Sopranos. Yes, we're the watch whole all thing, all seven seasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, we're. We'll find an introduction, an introductory place for myself yes, we and will. all both of the other people in the world who have not seen The Sopranos. And yet. Yeah. you can feel prepared to get the delightful theme song in your head. And nod it a little bit every time you go through a tunnel. Okay. Which will make sense to you at some point in your life. Next week, specifically. Uh, Until then, uh, where else can we find you on the internet, Emily? I am on Twitter at EJ Reports. And I'm also on the news site at gpb.org. Oh, we're throwing in real jobs here, aren't we? And I'm on Twitter at HeyHeyESJ. And I write about the gaming industry at Recode.net. Yeah, take that. Oh, well, you kind of froze in the middle of that, but I'm going to assume that you said recode.com. .net, damn it. .net? Ah, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I I go there from links that you send me, and I I'm sorry. Homestarrunner.net. It's dot com. <laughs> Hey, did you know that reference? Is that? Uh, I'm familiar with. I know you know some Homestar. I'm familiar yeah. with Homestar, but I don't know that specific one. I'm afraid. There, there's 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 a video where where they're making like an ad for the site, and uh, and Homestar keeps on getting getting the the suffix wrong, so he keeps on going. Oh, hey yo! Welcome to Homestar101.net. It's dot com. Oh right, Homestar101.net. It's dot com. Cut. Which actually would make a lot of sense. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't have been surprised if Homestar Runner was HomestarRunner.net. Does that site still exist? So they went dark for a couple years, and literally, like last week, like literally within the past week, they posted a new video. What? Yeah. I feel like you new... just manipulated the conversation to get us to this point. It, well, Homestar Runner is on my mind because they they created a new video. So come on in. Oh my goodness, it's loading. Whoa. All right, well, Emily's going to go watch that video. Uh, join us next time. We'll be talking about The Sopranos. And until then, wait for it. Wait for it. Fuckity bye! Fuckity bye! Damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> Fuckity bye. This has been Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob. For more, visit GVNPodcast.com.